Hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and take responsibility and uh, lead courageously. Um, this morning in my time with um, the Lord, I was in John 11, and probably the, <laughs> the, the verse of the Bible many people have memorized is John eleven thirty five, which says Jesus wept. Um, you know, the context of that verse is the story of Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus, who had died. And um, it, it's an interesting passage. I, as I sat with it this morning, you know, what, basically what happens is Jesus um, finds out that Lazarus was sick, and um, he, he's confronted as he comes to the home of Mary Martha, home that he frequented, frequented and spent time and had great meals and great connection and fellowship there and was confronted by Martha that uh, basically she said, you know, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Um, Even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give to you. And then Jesus' reply is your brother shall rise again. And Martha, you know, taking that literally, yeah, he'll rise again in the resurrection um, and it's just, it's interesting to look at the story and, and again, to think about the context of Jesus' emotion that he wept. Now, I don't think, and I, and I don't know that anybody would necessarily say this, maybe some would see it and not understand it, but I, I don't think Jesus wept because Lazarus, Lazarus died and was sick. I think Jesus wept because he saw the burden and the struggle of, of Martha and Mary, now, even even that, you know, like it doesn't really say exactly why he wept. Um, it it really um, it just says basically that. And when Jesus went to the tomb, he was deeply moved. Again, what we see Jesus' emotion here, and I think it's the emotion that he has for Mary and Martha and maybe other family members that were were just uh, torn up by the grief that they were experiencing. And he um, entered into their grief, and it moved him, and it caused him to be emotional. It brought up emotion from him. Um, You know, we see it in other places. We see um, basically the Lord being burdened. You know, he saw the multitudes that they were distressed and downcast, he was deeply moved, and he said to his disciples, you know, the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of a harvest that he may send out laborers into the harvest. And so he, he's moved by the human condition. He's moved by the things that burden people, whether it's the shackles of things like addiction, whether it's broken relationships, whether it's wayward children, whether it's a life that hasn't been as fulfilling as you hope. The, the point here that I really take away from this and other places in the scripture is that God really enters into our pain. And um, I've mentioned this, that Levi Lesko on the YouVersion Bible app has really got some great insights. Um, And one of the things he said, he says in in his kind of like devotional with John 11, is he said, sometimes God chooses to deliver us from hardships 
and sometimes He delivers us through them. And I think that's really significant and very true. Um, you know, God doesn't always um, le- bring us out of pain by giving us some great healing or some great um, um, change that gets us out of that difficult situation. Sometimes we have to endure the situation. Sometimes we have to endure the grief. And in my work with clients, people grieve a lot of different things. They grieve a broken marriage. They grieve the loss, the death of someone they love. They grieve uh, their lives not being where they had hoped they would be at this stage of life. I I think we used to call this, with men, a midlife crisis, um, and women as well, but it was mostly men that were entering into their 40s, 50s, 60s that go through this crisis. And I, we don't really, you don't hear much talk about that anymore. But I, I still see, I think, I think a midlife crisis for many is a grieving or even a disappointment with where their life is, what they've worked hard for their whole life, and maybe the lack of wanting to continue to do that. I see that with men with in careers. I see that with... Um, Again, marriages that are disappointing. Um, but but I, here's, here's the big point is that one of the great benefits of a relationship with God and, and specifically trusting in the work of Christ to forgive your sin and to make you right with God is this idea of having fellowship and connection with God. And when we're connected to God and when we're really aligned with God, he enters into those places in our lives that are empty, that are hurting, that are dark, that are dead. And he gives us life. Now, that life isn't to make us necessarily uh, happy and, and you know, free and carefree. Sometimes it is to help us grieve, to help us um, express our love for that person or that thing that we've lost and to and grief being a way to continue to experience that. And I, I don't know what the griefs are in your life. I, you know, I grieve a lot with my clients. I grieve a lot in seeing people's lives just not being free, people's lives being in bondage oftentimes to sexual addiction or to some, to some fear. And it, it saddens me, and I know ultimately that's when I'm sad and, and burdened um, it, it really is a moment that I can experience similarly, maybe not in the same, obviously not in the same exact way, but similarly a sense of grief for that person, grief with that person. And I just want to encourage you today, you know, if you've got a place, places in your life that God will come there and he may not deliver you from that which you're sad about or struggling with or grieving, but he'll be there with you and for you. And the fact that the Lord is with us and for us when we come to Christ and we have a relationship with him is a very significant truth. I have to admit there are times that I can experience that very tangibly, very in, in a very authentic, real way. There are times that God feels uh, like he's distant from me. Uh, and I have to remind myself he has not gone anywhere. He is there for me. I just may not be experiencing him in the way I want, but it creates a hunger and a thirst for him that drives me closer and deeper. And I, I, I pray in my own life as I face, and I will face more suffering in my life, 
as I face suffering, that I would be quick to run to him. And I'd be quick to, to experience what Mary and Martha experienced that day with Jesus, that he entered into their pain and he he entered into the grief. Now, in their case, he rose their brother from the dead who had been dead for four days. Um, but many times it doesn't look like that. God doesn't come and show up and deliver us from, but delivers us in and through. And so just want to encourage you uh, to to see that, to kind of grow in that perspective, maybe even to read John 11, um, this um, this idea of experiencing the emotion of God is a very significant thing. And I want to tell you thanks and um, hope you have a great day today.